0: Now in its third year, it's A Yank on the Footy with Craig Wessels, talking about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 126 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels coming to you from Sandusky, Ohio, and I wanted to take a quick look back at round five and go over my tips for round six of the aflw comp as well as touching on a couple of uh, news stories uh some huge news coming out of the afl today uh sad news as a matter of fact and you know just just rotten luck but uh we're down to only having one undefeated side in the women's comp and that is the adelaide crows who continue to just run roughshod over their opponents, and they kept up their winning ways. They outscored the Blues by more than six goals at Icon Park, Annie Hatchard pacing them with uh, 25 disposals, and Aaron Phillips following up her three-goal performance last week with a four-behind performance this week. She couldn't quite put it between the big sticks, but nonetheless, a 36-point victory, I believe, uh, for the crows over the blues and i'm gonna go ahead and take a moment here and put my supporter hat on and hallelujah the cats got their first win of the 2022 campaign darcy maloney's quick swipe of the ball right in front of the goal square late in the contest got them the game-winning goal over the eagles you know the cats if you've watched them play this year they played everyone very very tough and you know they're they're just at that point where they need to figure out how to get one more goal here or there or, or keep the opponent off the scoreboard one more time. Where last year you, the, you saw the big issue of them not being able to get the ball out of the defensive 50. Well, they've in many ways, they've resolved that. But this is this is becoming a fun club to watch. And, and they're playing in what could be one of the best games of the round coming up uh, in just a few hours as they head up to... Face off with Gold Coast. And unfortunately, the Tigers, their injury woes continued. Lost Hannah Burchell to an ACL injury, Laura McClellan to a syndesmosis injury for the remainder of the season. They've had, they have just been snake bit with injuries. Uh, they're going to have to dig deep in round six to, to put together their, their list. And, uh, it's going you know, to be a struggle for the Tigers going forward here with so many players out, but they've, they've still got some very, very quality players on their side, you know, led by Katie Brennan, who got a little bit dinged up as well this past week, but uh, we shall see what goes on with the Tigers this week, but they're, they, they would love to have a week off from the injury bug. Now, on the AFL side, you know, there were the reports, you know, coming out about uh, the D's coach and supposed bullying and that sort of thing and i must be honest with you i've not read deeply enough into that to be able to provide any sort of commentary on that but i did see a political cartoon that uh depicted both he and i believe uh the gentleman's name is langer who was involved with the the cricket team if i'm not mistaken who recently stepped down and uh it was a rather interesting cartoon that's like you know talking about you know what do you have to do to you know to to uh for it to be okay the with the way you do your job and you had uh the Goodwin character there sitting with the uh premiership cup and I do not know the name of the trophy that they distribute at the Ashes but the other gentleman in the cartoon had the uh Ashes trophy sitting in front of him at the bar as well as they were kind of nursing their their beers there. But Max King, the key forward of Gold Coast went down in a scratch match this week and it was confirmed today that he is going to miss the 2022 season with an ACL injury and this is just a you know another instance of what seems to be continuous bad luck for the Gold Coast Suns you know whether it be not being able to you know to to keep players on their side in the Gold Coast or, you know, players getting injured or moving on or not being able to bring players in that they might want to bring in to be able to compete or any number of things. It's just, it's just another, another brick in the bad luck wall to, to poorly paraphrase Pink Floyd. yeah. so you have to wonder, have we, have we seen Max King play his last game in the red and gold and blue for West Coast? Is he going to head back to Victoria next year? Might he end up uh, with the Suns possibly? That could be very interesting. But you know, I, I you know, being a uh, a fan of the Cleveland Browns here in the United States, you know, it's a very storied franchise, very storied team that's had a lot of success uh, from its inception back into the nineteen forties and into the nineteen fifties and even into the mid nineteen sixties but then they can you know once the super bowl era came about they were snake bit lots of little bad things happened here and there and of course in the mid 90s the team left and moved to baltimore to become the ravens well since the team came back in 1999 it's been one thing after another that has always been the oh crap that happened you know when's the next shoe going to drop what's going to go wrong this time with the club you know this this was a year where many many people were picking them to be kind of like the uh the the chic pick to play in the Super Bowl. But of course now it's instead the Cincinnati Bengals who are, you know, four hours down I seventy one from uh from Cleveland and uh who are playing instead. And of course, you know, a couple former Browns players in Austin Corbett and uh Odell Beckham Junior playing for the Rams. So what can go wrong will go wrong, you know, with them. And I think they're, you know, kind of a snake bit side as well um, with the Suns. And here's hoping both of them can can shake that off and uh, and get themselves righted going forward here. Because, you know, the Suns have some quality players on that side. And, and it, it, I think in the long run, and I know a lot of footy purists are not thrilled about having a club in Gold Coast because it's, it's tough for them to get any support, that sort of thing. I understand that. Um, but you, you know, you wonder if you, if you move the club somewhere else, do they, you know, if you brought them into, you know, into the side and brought them to Victoria, would, you know, would they be able to find their niche in Victoria? Or would you, you know, move them to Sydney or does, does Tasmania want them as their club and get rebanded, rebranded as the new Tasmanian side? I don't know. I don't know what would happen there, but you know, I I, I hope for the sake of the, the the Gold Coast supporters that are out there that they do get things turned around. Um, whether Max King is there doing that next year or not, who knows? Um, you know, maybe Tuke Miller ends up being the uh, the focal point in terms of bringing talent into that side. Not sure if that's enough, but I I hope I hope that he would be because I I like I said, I, I, like I've said all along, I don't want to see clubs be unsuccessful. Um, you know, of course I, as, as a cat supporter, I want to see the cats win. And then I want to, I want to watch either six or eight other great games that weekend, you know, whoever wins wins that. I mean, that that's my kind of selfish view on things, of course. But, uh, the last thing I wanted to touch on in the news, I wanted to take a moment, um, and just share my opinion on, uh, Something that's gone on for the last month, and I I doubt that any of the players from the West Coast Eagles or the Fremantle Dockers AFLW sides are listening to this, but if you happen to be a supporter of one of those clubs and you're listening, please, please uh, accept my thank you. And if you run into one of these players and pass it along, that would be wonderful as well. But accept my thank you to both of these clubs, for their sacrifices that they've made over the last month, because with the closure of the W.A. border, they made the decision to step away from W.A. and come into Victoria for, well, and, and to Tasmania in the case of Fremantle as well, um, for the better part of a month to allow the the, the season, to allow the fixture to continue, so... Dockers, Eagles, I tip my cap to you. Thank you very much. This podcaster cannot express enough gratitude to your two clubs for your selfless act and stepping away from your lives to allow the competition to continue this year. So a big thank you to both the West Coast Eagles and to the Fremantle Dockers for having done that. Now, let's take a look at the matchups for round six. As I'd mentioned to you before, this is going to be a little bit shorter episode than normal and of course we've got the first game coming up here in just about 6 hours and we've got Geelong and Gold Coast and this you know these are two one-win sides but uh in fact i believe that Gold Coast has one win they might actually have two if i'm not mistaken actually Gold Coast is two and two um they are two and two so i was i'm i stand corrected on that i uh as much as I want to pick the Cats, having won this one, and I was considering going with the Cats, I, I do think they certainly have an opportunity to win this one, and they may very well win this one coming in sky high after their win against the Eagles, you know, because they, they finally broke through and and had the success that they'd been building to over the previous four rounds. I think this is going to be one of the best games of the round because you've got two very hungry sides here, two very young sides who are growing and we're watching them get better and better week in and week out. And and I'm kind of I'm actually kind of talking myself into and out of who I was planning on tipping here. Because I've already jotted down who I have tipping this game. And as much as I think I might go ahead and, and change to the other club, I'm going to stick with what I initially had here. In a slight upset, I'm going to go with the Cats getting their second win of the year against the Gold Coast Suns, winning this one by four points. So less than a goal because you know, they're not going to blow anybody out of of out of the water here. They're not that strong of an offensive side yet, but I think they do just enough to win this game. And again, I, I won't be surprised if Gold Coast wins this one, but I, I had to pick one side and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and be a homer here. I'm going to pick my side here. Then we move on to Richmond and North Melbourne, and the Roos are really starting to put things together. This is a club that, uh, if you remember back in my preview episode, I actually have them, I believe, finishing fourth, maybe fifth this year. But uh, knocking off the uh, Crows in the second round of finals uh, to get to the grand final. And I think they're going to win this one. Um, they've really started to put together some quality outings. They had a great game last week against Fremantle. Now, of course, Fremantle was without Kier Bowers. And I think you can safely assume that both the Eagles, who lost to Geelong, and the Dockers, who lost to the Roos, might have had, and you can't blame them for this, they had maybe one eye on the game and one eye on their boarding pass for their flight, to head back home. And and I and I hate and I and I I hope I'm wrong on that. I just I hope that the Ruse, you know, won that game because they were a you know, a better side and I think they were. Um I actually tipped the Ruse to win this one because again, they were going to they were going to be without Bowers in this game and they'll be out with her, her again next week or this round coming up here. She comes back to play in round 7 of course at Geelong. And I'm sure she's going to be ready to go then. Uh, but I've got the Ruse winning this one by 11 points over Richmond. You know Richmond's injury woes continue, so they've got two more starters that they've got to replace in their uh, in their 16. And let's move on to Melbourne and GWS, and the D's are are a very strong side this year. They're they're uh, sitting third on the ladder right now. And I think you know them playing at home in front of their home fans at uh, at, at Casey is going to be a huge boost to them. GWS is a really good side. But I think being on the road, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the D's on this one to win by nine points. Then we head out west finally. Isn't it isn't it nice to say that? It's nice to say that we've got clubs playing out west now. Collingwood makes the trek out west to go play the West Coast Eagles. Now, if you're a Pies supporter, these last two rounds have been pretty darned ugly. Because if I'm not mistaken, it's been one goal one and then one goal five. They They've scored two goals in the last two games. That's it two goals. That's only two more than I've scored and I've never been in a game before. I think the Eagles being back home after a month and having slept in their own beds and you know eaten cereal out of their own cereal bowl and that sort of thing are going to come into this game absolutely sky high playing in front of their supporters who've been waiting to get out there and cheer them on in person. I think this is going to be an opportunity for the Eagles to get their first win of the season. And I think they're going to beat the scuffling Magpies by seven points here. It's not going to be a blowout because the Eagles have struggled a little bit as well. But I think the Eagles get it done this week at home and get their first win. And then we move on to what could probably be looked at as being the most lopsided game of the round. St. Kilda and Brisbane. And I think Brisbane is is just far too strong a club for the Saints. Uh, I've got them knocking off the Saints by at least 15 points this game. It could be more than that. Uh, The Saints may scuffle and struggle to win a game this year. Uh, I I hate saying that about any club, but I just, I just, I'm not sure where they're going to get that win. I know they still play Geelong coming up here in a couple of weeks. Maybe it happens then for them. Uh, But I just, I just don't know when they're going to be getting that win. And then we move on to the second game in West Australia at the Fremantle Oval. You've got the Dockers, Hosting the Carlton Blues and the Dockers, like I said, they're back home after their first, you know, first game in a month. Um, they've also played an extra game. They've played six games. Where everybody else has played five or less. So sometime down the road here, they're going to be getting themselves a a week off to rest and recover and recu- recuperate. And I think you know, that playing three-man oval in front of their fans against a side that is. Similar to the Magpies, but maybe not such a an extreme uh, situation, are scuffling a little bit. I'm going to go with the Dockers to win this one by 13 points. Okay, I'm going to go with the Dockers to beat Carlton by 13. And the last game of the round, I think this is going to be a great matchup. The Crows are back at the Norwood Oval. They've got the Bulldogs coming in. Of course, the Bulldogs, as I said last week, they needed they needed a win probably more than anybody else. They got it. They need this one as well to keep trying to claw their way back into the uh, contention to make it into the top six. I don't think it happens this week though, okay? I don't think it happens this week. I think that the crows end up taking this one by 10 points at home. I just think, I just think they're too strong a side and uh, I think we're we're looking at potentially a terrific uh, finals coming up here in the women's side, you know, cause there are some really, really quality clubs up at the top of the ladder this year. So those are my tips for this round. Um, we'll see how I do. Of course, we'll be back with tips for round seven coming up here soon. Uh, as you may have heard, if you've been listening to previous episodes, I've been working on lining up, um, and holding discussions with uh, supporters of different clubs, uh, in the men's comp to preview their clubs. I've done, I believe five or six of those interviews so far. I have three more that I'm doing this weekend and a handful of others that I have confirmation for, but I do not have scheduled yet. So if you happen to be a supporter of the Swans or the West Coast Eagles or the Richmond Tigers, uh, the Brisbane Lions, who have not lined up yet either, or the Gold Coast Suns, and I've reached out to a couple people on one of the Gold Coast message boards online. I've not heard back from them yet, though. But if you're a supporter of one of those clubs and you want to come on and talk about your club's uh, outlook for 2022, and I know being a Sun supporter, you don't want to come on and go, oh, yeah, we lost Max King, what the hell are we going to do now? Well, I would love to talk to you nonetheless. So if you're interested in doing that, head over to my website, yankonthefooty.com, and click on the Register as a Guest button up at the top of the page. And... Sign up as a guest and I'll get in touch with you and we'll try to set something up uh, to talk about your club and uh, what can expect you can expect in 2022. And if, I have some great trivia questions uh, that I'm putting together for each squad as well. So that's been a fun aspect of this. I've had some great questions, had some people just nail the answers and do a really nice job on them as well. So ladies and gents, don't forget that you can find everything related to the podcast at my website, yankonthefooty.com. I hope you'll consider checking it out. You can leave me a voicemail there. You can leave a review for the podcast there if you want to. And if you're would, if you interested in doing that, if you like what you hear or you've enjoyed what you've been hearing over time and you want to do that, that would be a huge help to the podcast there. You can actually go and click on the review button at the top. And there's a spot there where you can click and it'll take you right to my Apple Podcasts uh, review page where you can leave a review there if you would wish to do so. You can also sign up for my email list there as well. And uh, when a new episode comes out, I will share that with you. And of course, if you enjoy the show and you like what I'm what I'm doing, and you want to help out the show, you can head over to my Buy Me a Coffee page. That's that little yellow button in the bottom left hand corner. And any any money that comes in for that goes right back into helping out the podcast. And again, I cannot thank those of you who have donated enough and have helped out the show. That's been greatly appreciated. And I'm I'm not ready quite yet to announce some things that I'm I'm looking into but if it comes to fruition if it ends up happening it could be huge and it's not something that's going to happen for over a year and i will be completely honest i don't know if it's going to happen uh the resources may not be there for it to occur but uh i'm i'm uh i'm looking at it uh at the possibility of uh seeing some more games in person and I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Um, because like I said, I'm investigating the feasibility of that. Uh, you know, still having a, uh, a young person finishing up their last year or so in college. Now, ladies and gents, don't forget you can reach me by email at a yank on the 40 at gmail.com at yank underscore on Twitter. You can certainly send me a, uh, a DM there. I check those all the time. You can reach out to me on Messenger through Facebook or on Instagram as well. I'd love to hear from you. I'm always looking for great guests on the podcast. I have, right now, I believe, eight episodes that are recorded that I have not begun to edit yet. And I cannot wait to get those to you, but I'm spacing them out a little bit. Although the preview shows are going to kind of, uh, well, I've never watched any of the movies because it's just not my genre of movies, but uh, once they do come out, they're going to start coming out fast and furious, or fast and uh, often, if you will. Maybe furious isn't the right term, because I've been laughing and having a heck of a lot of fun having these discussions. But ladies and gents, I want to thank you again for your continued support and the kind words that you share, and we are coming up we're at the halfway point of the AFLW competition this year. And it's been a heck of a lot of fun. If you haven't checked out your favorite club yet, you should check them out because they're playing, some, they're playing a pretty decent ba- brand of footy and it's getting better week in and week out, and it's going to continue to get better. And I can't wait to see what happens in 2023 when the other four sides come into the comp. So as always, ladies and gentlemen, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. This has been episode 126 of A Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me at Yank underscore on on Twitter at a Yankonthefooty at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at a Yank on the Footy and on my website at Yankonthefooty.com. I hope you'll consider sharing this episode or your favorite interview with your friends and family out on your social media. And if you want to drop a review there, that would be so greatly appreciated. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, goodbye.